Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Anthony, aka Rasta, as some of y'all know me. I'm starting up a podcast. That's like why you're listening, I guess. And I guess by everybody, I mean just Dustin and Frank, because it's probably just you two listening right now. Maybe my sons are listening. Maybe Janice might peek in there. Either way, shout out to all you guys for making this happen. We're recording an episode. It's my second, technically, episode um, that I'm recording. I did a rankings one before just to kind of test everything out. Um, but I did some rankings. I, I put together a spreadsheet here, my start sits that I'd like to share with you guys this week. Hopefully there's something in there. Maybe if it helps you make a decision between one guy or another. Um, either way, if you have any other specific questions, send them to me, text them to me. You guys know how to get a hold of me. So without any further ado, sit back, roll your sleeves up. And let's get to work. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, we could talk some fantasy football. Get her done. Fantasy football channel. We have 13 games on the slate this week. It's going to be a doozy. Some good games in here. Some bonanzas, as they call them, a lot of fantasy points, and some other ones that you probably want to shy away from or fade. So, game one, we'll start it off here with Buffalo and New York Jets. Should be an interesting game. We got Josh Allen, you're firing him up. Joe Flacco, he's sitting on the bench as far as your quarterbacks. Uh, The receivers in this game... Obviously, we're starting Diggs. You know, he's top 10, you know, borderline borderline top five. You know, Beasley's in there. If you're needing to fill bye weeks, you could probably fire him up. He might get over 10 points. We might start him. You're going to throw Crowder in there. He's probably the only, you know, thing worth starting on the Jets at this point. And um, you can definitely fire up the Bills defense. So I have those guys all as a start. Pretty much everybody else in this game, I'm sitting, you know, all the – you know, all the running backs in this game, we're sitting Flacco, we're sitting John Brown, we're sitting Singletary and Moss and Gore and P. Ryan until they figure out what's going on in that backfield. Obviously, if you have to start them, you have to start them. But if you can get away from them, I'd go look and see what other options you have. So that's game one. This next game's a little better. Game two of Sunday is going to be Carolina at New Orleans. This is going to be a good game. We got Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater. We're definitely going to fire them up. We're firing up Kamara. He's pretty much your RB1, RB2 overall, uh, depending if you're in standard or PPR. You know, our leagues here uh, that we play in are standard. And uh, we're firing up Mike Davis. Still a couple weeks until CMC gets back. Uh, Robbie Anderson's basically the number one over there now, taking over for DJ Moore. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, we're going to have to fire him up most likely because it looks like Mike Thomas is going to sit in real life and in fantasy. Even if he plays with that hamstring, you hate seeing that happen right after, you know, he's been gone with that ankle injury. When you pop up with a hamstring that late late in the week, that's never a good sign. You know, even if he did play, huge chance of that getting re-aggravated. I'd probably just stay away from it one more week. You've been fine without him, or maybe you're not. But either way, it's not like you're losing anything in your lineup. So I'd probably just leave him out and go with your other option you've been rolling with. Uh, Again, DJ Moore hasn't really been doing anything. I'm leaving him on the bench until he shows me a little more. And, um, 
you know, probably sit in that Carolina defense against New Orleans. Um, you can probably safely fire up that New Orleans defense. I know people are picking them up off the waiver wire uh, with the bye weeks going on, so they should be a safe a, a safe uh, start there. So that's what we have for Carolina and New Orleans. All right, our game three, we have Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is an interesting team. You know, we saw what they did last week. It looked like they started to involve A.J. Green a little more. I'm still not not feeling very comfortable with him. So I actually have him here actually as my sit this week. I'm also sitting Baker Mayfield. He doesn't look right. I'm sitting Dearness Johnson. I'm sitting Joe Mixon. That foot injury, something's going on there. If he's playing or not playing, I'm probably trying to steer away from him if I can just to you know, see what happens, what he does, if we can get some more information. I'm recording Thursday night, so as of now, I think he missed practice again today. Um, so definitely keep an eye on it. You might not have a, another option if he is actually active. Uh, you never know with these guys. Um, our obvious starts, we're starting Kareem Hunt. You know, until Chubb gets back, he's a surefire elite RB1. Um, you're firing up Burrow, you know, with him throwing the ball the way he has, um, especially to, to T. Higgins. You're firing him up as a start as well, too. And um, I think Tyler Boyd actually comes back this game. Um, he was able to actually put up, you know, 72 yards and a touchdown against Cleveland uh, when they played back in week two, um, you know, 13 fantasy points. And so... Uh, he should have a bounce back. I have him actually as a start this week coming off, I think, two or three bad weeks. Um, I think you're pretty much stuck firing up OBJ. Uh, the good news is, is uh, like Boyd, he had 74 yards and a touchdown back in week two. Um, so, you know, maybe you can catch lightning in a bottle there. Um, but the way Mayfield's playing, you know, um, hopefully he's healthy enough to get these these guys going. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sitting Landry at this point as well too, with his injury. So, um, you know, OBJ might be all they have, so you can definitely fire him up. And then of course, uh, you can, you can shoot up Austin Hooper, put him in there. So that's Cleveland at Cincinnati. Game four, your Dallas Cowboys at the Washington football team. This is an interesting game. Obviously, we all know what happened to Dak. You know, the offensive line here for Dallas is decimated. But you kind of have to fire up Zeke if you have him. You know, hopefully, uh, I think he's going to have a good game actually this week. The rest of the season looks a little little interesting. Um, but if they can get themselves together, you know, rally around Dalton, um, you know, they have the weapons at least on the outside. Uh, to possibly still open up lanes for Zeke. Um, So they are still kind of a threat if their offensive line can come together uh, with all those injuries. Um, You know, so hopefully we can see that happen there. Um, And, you know, as just football fans, we hate to see, you know, that kind of thing happen. Um, But in regards to fantasy, you know, um, the show must go on. So next man up, Andy Dalton. If you have to start him, um, especially if he was your DAC replacement, you should definitely fire him up this week. He's going to be throwing a lot to, I'm sure, Cooper and C.D. Lamb. I have them as starts this week as well. Of course, we're starting Zeke. On the other side of the ball, 
we're starting Kyle Allen. Um, you know, if you need to start him, um, I think you can put up some points here against this defense. Should be a high-scoring affair. And we're probably going to start Gibson. Um, I'm sure he finds the end zone um, to be able to return a start-worthy tag there. Um, as far as my sits go, we're sitting Gallup until we kind of can see some more distribution. Um, we're sitting J.D. McKissick, you know, with our standard league. Um, really nothing there and not really, you know, getting the carries that you need uh, to warrant a start. Um, you have some serious stuff going on if you need to start him this week. Uh, Terry McLaurin, um, same thing. Um, you can probably um, start him. I just I don't trust um, – you know, that they can hold him back. So, you know, go ahead and start him. And, you know, Thomas is probably the only other target there. He did score a TD last week, but, you know, I have him as a sit. Probably sit in both defenses because, again, it should be high scoring. Um, you know, but if you're on a bye week and you need to throw one of them in there, you can. Um, we're firing up Schultz because tight end is a disaster. And um, so you got to plug them in your lineup if you don't have anybody else. So that's Dallas at Washington. Grab your popcorn. So game five looks like it's probably going to be the most entertaining to watch this Sunday. We have Detroit at Atlanta. Uh, two dome teams going in there. They like to just chuck it around the place. Um Pretty much everybody in this game that is that you drafted, you're starting. You know, we're starting the quarterback, Stafford and Ryan. Um, even with the way Ryan was going, we see the difference that Julio makes when he's in the lineup, um, especially to himself, to Ridley. And uh, it's just a, it's a whole different team when he's out there. Um, Gurley, you kind of have to fire up. You know, he's been finding the end zone at this point. You never know with the pass interference you know, calling the end zone, you know, on Julio because he's so big, they'll be yanking on him, tugging on him. Um, you know, Gurley could fall into the end zone there. Uh, we're starting up Galladay. Like I said, it should be a shootout, just like Ryan likes to heave it to Julio. Stafford's doing the same thing to Galladay. Um, you know, I'm sure he's getting healthier now coming out of the bye. You know, he's only played one or two games, I think, uh, this year so far. Um, so I think uh, he's been kind of a little under the radar um, I expect, you know, big weeks from from here moving forward. Uh, we're definitely firing up Ridley. Uh, I think he's top three, uh, top five uh, wide receiver right now. And um, actually both tight ends in this game can be started as well. Hurst and uh, Hawkinson on both sides of the ball. So uh, the people I'm, I'm not starting here, though, are going to be the Detroit running backs. Uh, just for me, um, when you're not too certain what's going on in a backfield, um, you know, I, I really don't like to uh, start the guy um, if the talent's not quite there um, or the rules aren't quite defined. So for now, if you have better options, I'd like to leave Peterson or Swift on the bench. Obviously, with bye weeks or COVID or whatnot, if you need to start them, then go right ahead. I'm definitely leaving Hill and uh, Smith on the bench. And, uh, you know, otherwise, this should be a really good game. I can't wait to sit back. I have a lot of players in this one. And um, I'll be dialed into this game for sure. Detroit, Atlanta, game five of the week. Game six, Green Bay Packers at the Houston Texans. This is going to be a good game as well. Green Bay just got smashed by Tampa Bay, so you know they're going to come out on all cylinders. 
I expect a big game, probably because I'm a little biased because I have Aaron Jones, but I expect a big game out of Aaron Jones. I expect a big game out of Aaron Rodgers. The two Aarons, I hope, have big games again because I have both of them. Um, Devontae Adams is back. You're firing him up. You're firing up Deshaun Watson. Should be a high-scoring game. Can't wait to watch this one either. Will Fuller, easily a wide receiver one. Uh, The numbers he's putting up, um, they're just getting better and better. As long as he can stay healthy, good things to come. Uh, same with Brandy Cooks. That rapport starting to get together. We have to remember that there was no preseason. So, you know, these guys are finally, you know, getting healthy and, and starting to uh, get some chemistry and whatnot going on. Um, so I hope we continue to see that uh, chemistry build and see better things in this offense because right now their defense is terrible. And, um, you know, it again, it should be a high high scoring affair. So we're starting the tight ends, Fells and Tanyan. Um, obviously, uh, Fells coming off an 85 and a touchdown game against Tennessee last week. Um, Aikens is still out with that high ankle sprain. So if you have him, that was a good pickup. Uh, keep firing him up. Uh, they're going to be throwing a lot in this game. And um, the people I'm keeping out of this game as my sits are Jamal Williams. Um, you know, You know he's going to get a series or two here and there. They're going to spell Aaron Jones just to make sure they don't overuse him, um, not put him at risk. Um, you know, if you, if you need a, a very low floor, um, then you can go ahead and pop him in. Otherwise, I'm sitting him. MVS, we're probably sitting him now that Adams is back. Um, again, I kind of watch it, but I have him as a sit this week. I don't think he'll break that 10-point threshold. Um, Duke Johnson, we're sitting. Um, of course, we're starting David Johnson. Uh, you drafted him to start. He's an RB2. Um, not pretty, but you got to start him. Um, I'm sitting Cobb and I'm sitting stills, you know, until they show me anymore. Um, you know, you never know, you know, what's going to happen with Cobb. Neither one of them are consistent. Um, but you know, Fuller, you can throw that guy in there. Um, he'll be solid. So that's our sixth game of the week. It's like, as I keep going through these matchups, it seems like there's just some really good games this week. Game seven is Pittsburgh at Tennessee. This should be a really good one. We have 5-0 and versus 5-0. and One of them is going to fall. One is finally going to be undefeated. We'll see who it's going to be. We have that Pittsburgh defense versus that juggernaut of an offense led by Tannehill and Derrick Henry, um, who I have as the running back one this week, even against the Pittsburgh defense. I think that loss to Devin Bush with his torn ACL as their middle linebacker there is, uh, you know, when you lose kind of the quarterback of your defense, it can make a big difference. And when you have this guy coming into town, you need all the help you can get to, to tackle this guy. So I have a lot of people as a start in this game. You're starting Ben, you're starting Tannehill, you're starting Henry. Of course, you're starting Connor. A.J. Brown, that guy has stick him on his hands. I really like him. Those of you that were able to wait him out, um, I think that was a good a good wait out. Um, he should be able to put up points here in this offense, um, especially when they have to respect the run game as much as they do with the a beast back there toting the ball. Um, Claypool, obviously, you're starting. to one of the hottest players in fantasy football right now. Uh, coming off, you know, four touchdown game, I think it was, followed by touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. That's all this guy does is put up fantasy points. So stick him in your lineup until he goes off, I guess. 
Um, Deontay Johnson's coming back. I have him as a start. I think they'll get him involved as well. Um, and they're going to need it. Um, they're going to have to, uh, try to try to make this thing happen. We're firing up the tight ends, Gianna Smith and Ebron, if you need them, uh, just because of the scarcity. Um, but again, Gianna Smith, he did practice in full on Thursday, so I expect him to play. So fire him up safely. Um, I have Juju here as a sit. You know, he's probably the biggest question mark in fantasy football right now. One of the bigger duds. Um, just got to kind of see what happens, especially with Deontay Johnson coming back. You know, with Juju in a contract here, who knows what they're thinking. Maybe they just want to move forward with these younger guys, get them the work, get them the experience now. You know, maybe they try to trade him. You know, who knows what's going on. Um, so just keep an eye on that there. We're sitting Corey Davis for now until we kind of see what happens more. You know, if you need to throw Humphreys in there, you can, but I have him here as a sit. I don't think he'll hit, you know, over 10 points in the standard this week. Um, since, you know, Gianno Smith is back, uh, Gianno Smith is back, we can sit Fershker. Um, you know, you can put him and go ahead and drop him now. And uh, that takes care of our game seven, Pittsburgh at Tennessee. All right, game number eight. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Got a lot of Raiders fans, I think, in our league. Um, crazy part about this is it's a COVID alert. I'm sure you guys all know by now the whole offensive line got sent home. They're hoping the tests come back negative so that the rest of the line can come back and play. They'll be practicing without practice or they'll be playing the game without having practice this week. So I don't know how I feel about Josh Jacobs. I have him as a sit because of that whole uncertainty. I think as long as uh, nobody else tests positive, I think they're going to play this game. The league's been really dead set on making sure these games happen. There's a lot of money and things that ride on that. So, um, you know, they're just, they have their protocols in place and, um, you know, they don't care whether it's fair or not. You know, if they test, they test positive, they're, they're out of there and the game is going to go on from what it looks like as long as no new people are popping up. So keep an eye on this. Nothing about it being rescheduled now, you know, maybe they do push it back to a Monday. So, you know, that's definitely going to, you know, make a difference for your start sit decisions um, on who you have to go if you can't wait for that news. Um, but presuming all goes according to plan, I have Brady as a sit. I have Carr as a sit, even though he's been playing really well as of late. It's just because this Tampa Bay defense is out of its mind. Um, it's very good defense. If they can, you know, put up points here. And uh, if he uh, if he shows me that they can actually do that, then you know I'd have to relook my my thought process and how I'm thinking about Carr. Um, I know he's had those great games, but this is a good test for him. Now we're firing up Godwin. He seems to be healthy finally. Uh, we all know Brady loves to target that slot receiver. He's a giant um, Julian Edelman basically. Uh, we're setting up Evans. Um, he's he's in your lineups as well too. Um, you know, he's not getting those deep shots that he was getting with Jameis Winston, just because that's not what Tom Brady does. Um, but they are, you know, moving him around in formations, you know, getting him involved. Um, obviously he's a huge red zone, uh, threat, um, scored a lot of touchdowns, but we definitely want to see that yardage, uh, come up. Um, and once that happens, he's going to easily go back into that elite tier. Um, 
of wide receivers. Rojo's running well lately, um, so you're firing him up here as, as a high in RB2 at this point. Interesting to say that. Um, Henry Ruggs, I mean, this guy, I have him as a start. Um, was battling some injuries early on. That last game, he looked super healthy. Uh, those catches he was making, um, he looks like a playmaker. I'm sure you Raider fans out there like that guy. Um, so put him in the starting lineup if you need to. I'm, I'm all for it. Darren Waller, tight end. Needless to say, we're starting him. And Gronk was one of those uh, waiver wire pickups this week. So we're probably putting him out there as well, too, if you need to. Um, fire him up. He's uh, being used again. Still looks slow, but, you know, if he can catch the ball and he's hitting those seams, you know, from the tight end, those are points and we'll take them. So those are my those are my starts. Like I said, I'm sitting in car. Um, I'm sitting Fournette. We're not even sure if he's going to be active. Uh, we're sitting Josh Jacobs just because of the whole offensive line situation. Um, if you can, obviously, if you need to start him, then you're starting him. Um, but if you have a better option, um, I would take a look at it. We're sitting the other Raiders receivers, and uh, we're sitting Scotty Miller. So that's uh, Game 8, Tampa at Las Vegas. All right, Game 9 actually has one of the teams I've been most excited to see come back after that bye week. One of the last things we saw was Mike Williams going up, grabbing that huge catch um, from Herbert. And what a story he's been ever since that situation that happened with Terod Taylor getting stabbed in the chest by a needle from the team doctor, and then you lose your job. This guy comes in the game with a 15-minute heads up that he's about to start and basically has never looked back. Uh, this kid's been putting up 30-point games, 38-point games in the six-point per passing touchdown leagues like we play in. I'm talking like I have a million, a million listeners right now. Of course, we're talking about standard league. Um, <laughs> so... Herbert, I like him. I have him as a start. Uh, Justin Jackson, we're throwing him in there. We saw those, the timeshare last week. Definitely went in Jackson's favor um, over Josh Kelly. Uh, so we're sitting Kelly. We're starting Jackson. Um, right now, I'm actually sitting Minshew. Um, I don't like him against the Chargers defense. The Chargers defense getting some of their pieces back, coming back healthy after the bye week. Um, you know, they're charged up. Um, you know, they're rejuvenated, I think. And uh, we'll see what they kind of do here on the second half. Uh, we're firing up James Robinson um, on that Jacksonville side. Um, he's been a great RB, uh, low in RB1, uh, high in RB2, um, just consistent. Hasn't had great last couple games, but um, still has a nice floor, as we've seen in, in standard scoring. So you got to get him out there. Uh, like I said, I like Mike Williams. I have him as a start, you know, especially because of the injury to Keenan Allen with the back. He's still not practicing or practicing in a limited fashion. So definitely you Allen owners, keep an eye out on that. Um, see if he plays. If he ends up sitting, you got to start Mike Williams. Um, we saw what happened when he was the only receiver left in the game that week, um, two weeks ago against New Orleans. So definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, DJ Chark, he's hurt. If he plays, you got to start him. Um, I like him there. Uh, but he's uh, him and Cole. Um, I think they'll get over the 10 points. Not too much more than that, but I think they'd be a safe start if you need them, especially with the bye weeks. And then, of course, you're firing up Hunter Henry, the tight end. Um, you know, between Herbert and Williams, uh, that's where, uh, or between uh, Williams and Henry, that's where Herbert should be going. So um, I have them there as my starts. 
Um, we're sitting Guyton, we're sitting Chenault, unless you really need to get him in there. Um, and we're sitting Eifert. So um, that's what we have for Jacksonville versus the Chargers. Game nine. The 10th game of the week is going to be Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. We're firing up Mahomes, of course. He's a no-brain must-start. We're firing up Hill, although he hasn't really been having that great of a year when you kind of really look at the numbers. Uh, the touchdowns have definitely been saving him, but that offense has just been spreading the ball all over the place. Um, you know, they can score from anywhere with anyone. Um, it doesn't seem to matter. It seems like they're just playing with everybody. Um, going up and down the field, but you got to start, you got to start this guy on this offense. We're starting CEH. It's probably the biggest storyline heading into the week. Um, we heard Andy Reed say bell might not even be active this week. So you bell owners out there, just keep an eye on that. Um, if he, if he is in there and you have no other option, if you're on a bye week, uh, might, you can throw him in there, you know, that might give him a goal line carry. You might get one of those, you know, 20 total yards and a, in a touchdown game, um, if you kind of just need something like that, um, but don't expect him just to come in um, and take over here this week. It's still CEH's backfield for now. Um, Melvin Gordon, we all know he's over his illness now. Um, he's not going to be penalized by the team by any discipline, but um, the NFL can still discipline him. So you Melvin Gordon owners, keep an eye on that news. Um, if the NFL is going to come down with any suspension or fine or anything like that, Obviously, fine doesn't matter, but if he's suspended, you got to sit him. If not, you got to put him in there. You're firing him up. Um, I also have Demarcus Robinson here as a start. Um, seems like when Sammy Watkins goes out, um, it's actually Demarcus Robinson um, that gets the work, uh, not me, Cole Hardman. So we saw Robinson a lot more involved. Um, you know, Hardman kind of still played his his normal role. Um, you know, so to me, I think there has to be an injury to Hill in order for Michael Hardman uh, to kind of come in. But don't get me wrong, that guy can get behind the backfield at any time. Um, either one of these guys, all three of these guys on this Kansas City offense can run past you. So uh, they're always a threat to have an 80-yard touchdown, one catch for 80 yards and a touchdown. Um, I'm starting Tim Patrick. I like what I see. He has back-to-back 100-yard games. You can't ignore that. Um, and that's what Drew Locke as his, as his quarterback. Um you know, and, and some other guys <laughs> that they've had in there the last couple of weeks uh, with that rotating carousel that they have. So just kind of keep an eye on him. Um, if he's available in your leagues, uh, go take a look. Um, you know, maybe offer a trade. Um, I'm really keeping my eye on this game to see how they use him. And uh, he might be on my radar uh, here soon. Of course, we're, we're starting Kelsey, and uh, we're definitely starting Fant. Looks like he's going to play. Um, so he should be active again this week. If he is, throw him in your lineups. Uh, he's a good tight end coming back to that already weakened position. So uh, he's, a, he's a definite start. On the sit side in this game, we have Drew Locke. Um, still not real kind of comfortable with him. Obviously, if you need a quarterback, you can throw him in there, but there should be better options out there. Um, again, Le'Veon Bell, I have him as a, as a sit. Hardman, we're sitting uh, Lindsay, although he had a good game, if Morton, if Gordon comes back, you got to sit him. Um, they're pretty much a one-back system. It's not like that timeshare that they had, uh, that he had with Bruce Freeman last year. Um, it's definitely a one-back system under this new coordinator. Um, so again, if if Gordon is active, then you sit Lindsay. 
if Gordon is inactive, of course, we're firing up Lindsay as a nice RB2. And right now we're we're sitting Jerry Judy. Um, for whatever reason, uh, the connection with Tim Patrick is a lot better. Um, so I would start uh, Patrick over over Judy. So that concludes our game 10, Kansas City at Denver Broncos. All right. Well, this game should be pretty quick. We have the San Francisco 49ers at the New England Patriots. Um, we're starting Cam. Um, if you if you need a quarterback here, um, I have him down here as a start. Um, pretty much uh, McKinnon, you got to start him with that injury to Mostert. Um, you know, I'm not messing around with Wilson Jr. or Hasty. Um, you know, he's like an RB5, I think, that they signed up from our practice squad. And, you know, I'm not risking my fantasy win or loss on him. I'm probably looking or trying to make a trade before I have to start really any of these guys, unfortunately. Um, you know, but if you, you know, if you have McKinnon, you probably have to fire him up because he's going to get the goal line work. We also have, um, Harris, uh, we can start him and, you know, he's going to get that work. Maybe he finds the end zone. And that's the only reason why I have him here as a start is I think he does score. Um, you know, I think he'll, they'll give him that look, um, you know, if they get down there in the goal line, which they should be able to do, um, against this Niners decimated defense um we're firing up kittle um he's a surefire elite maybe the number one te out there um but he's a, he's no question fire him up and then we're sitting everybody else garoppolo james white wilson like i said hasty debo he's going up against stephen gilmore so you know no reason putting him out there this week uh granted we have seen some people produce against him but um, I don't think this offense would necessarily have the need or, or want to attack them when they can attack them, you know, other ways, um, especially with Kittle. And uh, we're sitting Edelman, you know, until I see how accurate Cam can get. Edelman's a tiny target. Um, you know, he couldn't hit Calvin Benjamin accurately. And that guy was huge and had a catch radius a lot bigger than Edelman. So until I see something better um, as far as the passing game goes between them two, um, I have Edelman here as a sit. So that brings me to the Sunday night football game. We have the Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals. They got flexed to that Sunday night game because it was supposed to be Tampa Bay. Las Vegas Raiders showing off that stadium again. Um, but because of the whole COVID thing, I'm sure they didn't want that to be the whole story on Sunday night. So instead they flexed it to... Uh, be in Arizona against the Seahawks. So this should be a great game. We're starting a lot of guys here in this game. Pretty much all the offensive weapons that you drafted, I like them all in this game. Uh, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, we're definitely firing them up. Uh, you're firing up Hopkins as your wide receiver one overall in fantasy right now for the most part. DK Metcalf has been a beast. I don't think he's had a single-digit game in standard or PPR all year. Um, Tyler Lockett. Um, hasn't had any good games as of late, but I think he still starts to come around. Should be a shootout. You know, he can get behind the defense at any time. Two or three catches, two or three touchdowns, it happens. Um, and, you know, division game, you know, they like to stick it to him. Christian Kirk, we saw what he did last week. And he's getting healthier. He's getting involved. The more and more, um, you know, he gets that rapport with uh, Kyler Murray and they build that trust and that chemistry. 
Um, I see big things happening there because, of course, Hopkins is going to see all the coverage. He's going to get all the attention. So it should allow Kirk to just run wild on the back end of the defense, and they should be able to take shots with him. And I don't think that, um, what was it, an 80-yard touchdown? Uh, I don't think that was an apparition. (laughs) I don't think it was an apparition. I think it was something that we're going to actually kind of see quite often. Um, catching the defense with those eyes on Hopkins when he's racking up 11, 12 catches a game. Kirk is going to sneak back there once or twice a game. It's just going to happen. So fire him up as a start. Kenyon Drake, you know, he took one of the house last week in some garbage time. But again, with the running big running back landscape right now, you got to start him. I have him in my top 12. Um, I have him here as a start. And then, of course, Chris Carson seems like forever since we've last seen him in a game. Uh, when you have these guys coming off a of bye week, they're out of sight, out of mind. Um, but don't forget, Chris Carson is in the mix. I, they say he's probably top 15 back. Um, I have him as a surefire start this week as well. And the only people I'm really sitting in this game is going to be Edmonds. Um, I think all you guys that started him last week had that disappointment, thinking that they're just going to give it give it away to to Edmonds, give him that backfield. It's Drake's, you know, they're, they're going to give it to him. Uh, Fitzgerald, we're sitting him, you know, he's a shell of himself, uh, not fantasy relevant at this point, but a huge part of that actual football team. Um, so I think he's big in that way. Um, you know, Isabella to me, he's kind of a sleeper. I have him as a sit just cause you can't really rely or have anything to go off of. But when you're watching that game last week, you saw him take those shots. Um, you know, they, they seemed content on taking shots to Isabella and they didn't connect twice, which on would have been surefire long, big, big play touchdowns. So um, that will happen. You know, DFS, you're playing daily. Or again, you need a bye week filler. Um, he might be a guy with some upside you can target, you know, boom or bust, low floor, but high ceiling. So it's going to be a good game. That's why they flexed it Sunday night. So without further ado, You can go ahead and roll your sleeves down now and have a good rest of your night. All right. So that was 12 out of the 13 games that are going to happen. Well, not on Sunday, but 12 of the 13 games for week seven. The 13th game we'll save to preview on the next episode since it's the Monday night. For now, that's what we have through Sunday. So I hope you liked it. If you have any questions, comments, maybe I didn't talk about your guy enough. Uh, maybe you didn't like what I said about your guy or you want me to go into even more detail. Uh, just let us know. Shoot me a text. Shoot me a call. Either way, we'll put it on air. We'll make it happen. Again, I really appreciate you guys. Um, shout out again to Dustin, to Frank, uh, to my family for allowing me to do this and make this happen and uh follow this passion and um you know i can't thank you guys enough so again keep those sleeves down until the next time i'm out